0: Welcome to Change and Sustain, where we discuss driving sustainable change in your organization through enabling people, process, systems and technology. Today we're focusing on people, specifically the role of the plant manager in leading change. We hear from many of our clients that the most pivotal element in driving performance in their organizations is the leader in their facility, for the purposes of today, we'll call that the plant manager. And there is also a concern that there aren't great plant managers. We don't have enough plant managers who are really capable. They're like unicorns. And so the lament we're hearing from our clients is, oh, we don't think we can put more change in our organisation. We're waiting on the plant manager. We might be replacing the plant manager and you can't slow down. The market is speeding up. So how do we deal with this perception that the plant manager is the rate determining step, the bottleneck? Brian, what's your perspective on this? Like, Let me just
1: reiterate that there is this is a situation that we find so many times where we, we get into discussions with a host organization. They say, yes, we want to change this. We want to change that. Oh, we can't do that because the plant manager isn't strong enough. Well, what do you mean the plant manager isn't strong enough? If this is a, a crucial role, you can be doing one of two things. You can either replace the plant manager or you can upgrade the plant manager. Either of those two things, perfectly reasonable to do, but d- neither of those things seem to be in in operation at that point in time. Are, are you looking for a new person? No. Or are you training this person? No. Okay, so what's going to change? This is the
0: question. <laughs> Brian, you are, you are the master of the beautiful articulation. You summarise that up so, so well. And, and people just get into this impasse. As you said, they're not trying to develop this person and they're not trying to replace her. How do they expect things to change? Absolutely. So we
1: are. You know, are you developing their subordinates? Are you beefing up their team to address their deficiencies? Nope, we're not doing that. We're just maybe somebody will come along with magic fairy dust and fix it for us. So it's a really good question, though. It came up very prevalently during the COVID years where staff shortages were not exclusively down in the ranks. It was difficult to find a plant manager during those years, and it's still difficult to find those folks because they're the crux of strategy and execution, if you like. They are the local commander on the ground. And if they are not doing things the way you want them done, you do have a problem. But it would be our contention that you can't necessarily control the local labor market. You can't necessarily make sure that you get the right person there. But you can, on an ongoing basis, make sure that you're training those folks. If you can't find a diamond, make a diamond. That would be
0: our contention. What do you think about that, Nick? I'm... 100% with you, you watch American Idol. There's a talent show for somebody to be the greatest singer, but there is no talent show. There is no reward for being the best supervisor or the best middle manager. And yet this talent exists in your organization. So to echo your point, yeah, we have a current labor market, but we know there is untapped potential in your people. Job number one, you have to grow your own leadership, your own talent. As you say, the fairy's not going to suddenly come along and materialise a great plant leader. We can develop that person, but you as an organisation have got to be developing that leadership. And it's not just the plant manager that drives change. You have a multitude of leaders all waiting to be asked, all waiting to be invited on stage and sing their heart out. They shouldn't have to wait. For a strategic initiative to be able to have the light shined on them every day they can make a difference so how do we bring that out and make them into into difference makers who can support the plant manager take off some of that load and have a fluid organization that can move forward and gives that plant manager more capacity and more confidence absolutely well it's it's something we don't talk about
1: often we do find the situation quite often where the global leadership team is saying to the local leadership team, we don't think you guys can do it. We don't think you guys can carry the load. So we're looking for somebody who can. What do you think that does to the motivation of all of those folks on the local leadership team? All of them are like, well, look, I'm not going anywhere Quite quite clearly. You've just articulated that to me. You haven't articulated a path to me whereby I might get better. And even if I don't become the plant manager, at least I learned something, right? At least I'm a little bit better than I was. So one of the first things I would advocate to senior managers, if you like, is to challenge the local leadership team. Tell them exactly what you want and say to them, look, guys, here's what I'm asking you to do. I'm going to give you some leeway to do it. Let's see. If there's anybody here who can actually deliver these things, we'll give you the coaching. We'll give you the support. We'll give you all the various things that we might talk about, but we're going to give you a chance to succeed. That is something which I don't know about you, Mick, but the best leaders that I've ever encountered are folks who challenged me with an aspiration, something that I could aspire to.
0: Do you have the same? Do you have the same? I I do. I like the phrase aspiration is more powerful than desperation, right? If you really want to do something, it's like learning to ride a bike. You, you were gonna you would fall off a hundred times, but you were gonna learn because you you wanted to do that. And when when senior leaders, and this has happened four or five times in the last couple of years, where the senior leadership said, you know, mate, we're not ready to launch anything in this facility because we're worried that they're too busy, they can't take on any more change. Now, where's the bottleneck there? That team of executives has the capacity to gift additional resources, training to elevate and to reveal the leadership. They shouldn't be imposing restriction on that group because we know we do this all the time. We go into those facilities and there are people just waiting to grow and to develop and have opportunity. So as an executive team, if you're saying we don't think they're ready, we don't think they can take on any more change, ask yourself the question, who's the person, who's the body that is resisting change? It, it's right there at that level. So your job is to tap into that. As you say, Brian, give them a goal. Let them you know, develop. I'm absolutely with you 100% there. Yeah, and I'm not
1: saying, by the way, Call the local leadership team together and say, hey guys, maybe there's a winner among you. If you can raise our output by 10%, somebody will get a dog biscuit. I'm not, I love saying <laughs> it and wouldn't raise it that way. But you can sort of say, look, guys, this is the situation we're we're in. Outline where you are as an organization, outline what you want, and outline how you're going to break that down into pieces that those folks on that team can execute. So it does mean that you have to do a little bit of thinking in terms of what's our strategic goal and how do we break that down into pieces that maybe functional leaders can execute and maybe your temporary plant manager, if there is such a person, can execute as well. On the understanding that, look guys, this is the level of performance that qualifies you to do this going forward. If you do this then we can have a serious conversation about your career and how we might promote you. That is the kind of thing that actually, as we said, inspires folks, gives them something to shoot for, and releases discretionary effort. There's that phrase again, discretionary effort. Gets people to maybe think a little bit differently and bring, to, bring something to the table that you might not have known they could do. Whereas if you shut them all down by saying, you are not the guys, just wait until we bring somebody along, you're putting the whole organization on hold and there is no telling how long that's going to last and if you make the next wrong choice for plant manager you're not going to see any change in performance to a positive direction for potentially months if not years you're going to shut the whole thing down release that energy by being inspirational to that local leadership team
0: grow those diamonds don't, get, don't bring them in from the outside unless you absolutely have to. I like the compression of the time frame, Brian, because when you are, when your only mechanism for driving change is leader replacement or displacement, those are year-long cycles because the new leader's got to come in, they've got to understand the culture, they've got to build the relationships, and, and who do they talk to? They generally talk to their immediate reports who tell them all of the things that the past leader was dealing with, right? So they're going to get the same kind of picture. And it takes a whole year for them to navigate that and get results. And then at the end of that year, if you've got the wrong person and they haven't cracked the code, you just lost a year, perhaps two years, and your competitors are moving faster than you. So you've got to get change cycles down to, you know, quarters, months, weeks, days, and you can do that. You can be much more agile in doing that. It doesn't have to be a big strategic shift. It has to be a shift of, you know, a thousand little elements, you know, daily.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You might not be in that situation today, but one of the things that you can do today, if you're managing, you know, multiple plants for your organization is Be clear about what your succession plan is for the local environment. So, if the plant manager were tomorrow to win the lottery, disappear off into the wild blue yonder, who would take over? And is that person ready to take over? Do they have all of the functional skills that are necessary to do a good job? Because this is a situation that is often one that we find. The plant manager has left or is leaving, And there is nobody underneath them that's ready to take the reins. Because that plant manager, what that tells me is they're not training their folks. They are not building the leadership team behind them. And that might be for multiple reasons, it doesn't really matter. But they haven't done their job in that respect, which means that as they disappear, everything might fall apart. That's something you can look at today. Do we
0: have the next two or three folks in line? I think that's a great bit of counsel for our listeners, Brian. One of the, it is you ask ask at your next regular meeting to have your local leader present the succession plan, and that's going to beget developmental needs because it's going to expose some gaps. And then your gift as an executive is to be able to provide training, provide jobs swapping. Put people in different positions, give them different experiences so that you eliminate those gaps. And then you've got a robust pipeline of new leaders. And if that plant manager is involved in that process, now they are able to develop and grow people. That's the diamond, that's the gold, right? If you've got somebody who can develop people, build teams, you would have put them elsewhere in your organization, so they can do that for you in multiple places. So there's upwards mobility for the plant manager, and there's growth potential for those people within the organization.
1: Absolutely. It's interesting to me that sometimes the folks on those leadership teams may have been doing their jobs for years, and when you talk to them a little bit about things like annual reviews... Or training plans. oh, well, yeah, you know, I used to have a lot of training every year, but, you know, I've been doing this a long time. And so what are they going to train me on? And you don't see that kind of list of things that need to get done to round a person out. But if you change your perspective a little bit and say, okay, as a leader, as the plant manager or above, if I look at this person and say, what would they need to do to take over for the plant manager? What would they have to have added to their toolkit so that I would trust them to run this plant? You get a whole different list of things. Oh, I can't give that to George because George isn't very financially literate. He's a great engineer and he's this and he's that and the other, but he's not very funny. Okay, well now we know what George needs to be working on from today forward, so on and so forth. If all of that leadership team don't have a full list of things that they're working on to round themselves out, you're missing an opportunity
0: because things are going to be disjointed when their boss leaves the organization so a great litmus test for the listeners is as you look at the key players in your organization do you have coaching and training do you have some formal coaching training development for those people if you don't then at some point you're going to have an absence of capability and that's going to be able that's going to slow you down and cause you problems. Absolutely. You don't need
1: to slow down this train at any point in time. If you need to move the organization, then move the organization by asking that your leadership team to step up. Tell them exactly what you want, and then give them the freedom to do it. Don't just say, we need another plant manager, so let's, let's wait for a little while. See if you can find a way to release that untapped potential by challenging folks and doing so in a very positive manner. They will see that as leadership. They will see that as you recognizing their potential. Inspire them and give them some problems to solve and add into that mix any coaching or training or resources that are necessary to solve their immediate needs, turn up the temperature and bake for a little while. And you might find that at the end of
0: that process, you have made some diamonds. Beautiful, Brian. That's a great point to end the conversation. And if you want to unlock the potential of your plant manager, or create a process to grow your leadership talent, you can learn more at audairpartners.com. We have more episodes coming up, looking at similar topics, so why not click the follow button to be the first to hear about them. Also, if you like this podcast, leave a rating wherever you listen to your podcast it helps other people find us too